had such an angry morning driving. Uh, I dropped, I dropped really off at work and I really cannot believe how people drive around here. It's like mind boggling, mind boggling. Mm -hmm. It's like a challenge. It's like, it gets harder and harder every day. Like every day that I survive, I go up a level and I, the next day is a little bit tougher you know, like now they're going to add construction workers to the scene or now they're going to block off a couple streets to do, you know, some electrical work. So I have to find a different way home. You know, it becomes more yeah, and more challenging. I mean, I, gr I granted, I, you know, I've heard my whole no, life that mass hole and, you know, no, mass drivers are I'm terrible you, and it's stuff. Special. But... It's something special. It's <laughs> it's really like phenomenal. <laughs> and it blows my fucking mind. And I. I I even like uh, I pulled into a gas station, tried to, to fill up the tank and I was already steamed and then they had like a new computer touchscreen on the thing. So I couldn't figure out like <laughs> and there was a word that came up. It wasn't even in English. I swear to God, it, it's it said like help French. And there was a button that said help. And, and on the top of the, in the front of the screen, it said like immediately now. Help. It said the word inside with a few extra letters like. Pay inside, inside a no, no, it didn't say pay inside. I, I would totally understand <laughs> because I've been to this gas station before, and you could just slide your card and you pay. But it said inside a mahina hole, like it was a it was a word that didn't exist. So well, that's like, the name and, for the, and I'm the name for the clicky mod. It's called Speedway. I know it's like I'm pressing the thing. I'm like I don't know what inside manahi hole is. I don't want it inside, inside the yeah, I put it inside the hole. I tried pumping. Nothing's happening. Finally, I'm like, fuck it. I'm out of here. And right when I'm going to go out. <laughs> you drive out, off the fucking pump still stuck no, first, in the car. You rip the shit. Uh, first, first I pull in. And, you know, I go to the second pump because I want to, you know, leave the pump behind me open for if somebody else comes. But the guy across the way was parked so far over from his pump that I wouldn't be able to open my door to get out. So I'm like, you fucking idiot. What are you, what are you doing? You know, you don't need to be so far away from your pump. There are other people. So I back up and I go to the pump behind. I'm like, fine, fuck it. I'll be the dick and I'll like take the wrong pump, whatever. So I finish. I'm like, like, I'm like, fuck it. I take my car down. I'm like, I can't figure this out. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. And right when I'm like thinking that, a car pulls in frontwards in front of me. Towards so you can't me. go nowhere. I'm like, fuck it. And it's like an Uber driver and he can't get out of his car, this fat fuck. I'm like you fucking piece of shit! I'm get out of oh! So I had to back out, and there's like a bread truck backing, and I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like I just want to get out of here. So I'm going, I'm like fucking out of here. And I'm, is and this on Mass Ave or is this? Is this? Yeah, I pull onto Mass Ave, and I'm like speeding <laughs> along, and and I'm, I'm trying to get to the light, and some guy wanted like to go. He's like on a side street, and there's a red light, like. In front, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let him go. He decides I want to go to the third lane over, so I'm gonna, at the red light, pull in front of you and block two lanes. I'm like, okay, fine, be that shit that has to go, right? And we're waiting for the light to change. The light changes, and he's looking at his phone, and there's like no go, and he's blocking two. I'm like, beep beep. I'm like, fucking go. What are you doing? I understand you want to check road rage app. You need to check your phone because it is important. Some some shit update. And 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 well, and then it, you not know, even you know, let's find out what's going on Facebook, dude. Yeah, just if you happen to be aware. Oh, Maybe I'm somebody going, emailed. 
I'm going to block two lanes. So for five seconds, I will not look at my phone so I don't jam everyone up. But now nah, nah, I have to look at my phone, you fucking idiot. And so he's blocking the shit. And I'm like going. I'm like driving along. And I'm like, fuck, where's my credit card? I check my pockets. I'm like, okay, it's in my pocket. I'm like, did I close my gas cap? And I look in my rearview mirror. I'm at the next red light. And there, lo and behold, the door's open and my gas cap's sitting on the thing. I'm like, I never fucking even closed my gas cap. So, like, I'm at the red light. Get out of the car. And I, like, like if one person honks me, like, if the light turns green while I'm putting my gas cap on someone honks me, I'm going to lose it. I was like, I'm going to lose it. I hope I hope nobody honked. Dude, nobody honked. I, nobody honked. But I needed to get home. I'm like, got to get home. Got to get home. Got to get off the road. Got to get off the road. It was, it was too much. I came home, and I was furious. And I'm like, I'm like and I just, like. How long did it take to decompress? Um, about an hour. I, w- I went and I exercised. I'm like, I- I've got to, I've got to like, yeah, burn this off. <laughs> yeah, I've got to take now, this quickly on myself. You know, I was just gonna get rid of this fucking energy. It was just, I really hate driving here. I wanted to go to like Home Depot because I got to repair some gutters and all this shit here. But I'm See, like, Home you know Depot would have been nice. Should have just drove to Home Depot and then he would have, no, 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 because... decompressed. You would have walked around. It's magical in there. You know, <laughs> it's getting there. The way I've got to get there, I got to get the Mystic Valley Parkway. Yeah, because that's right go... off of uh, Route Route uh, eighty-three or something. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, is it, oh, okay, eighty-four, eighty-four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, so I decided just to stay home, and then I, you know, I took a shower, <laughs> had some lunch, and then I was thinking I want to talk to you a little bit. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to text Stoops, see if he's ready to talk to And I'm going to wait five seconds before I smoke some weed. I'm like, mm. uh, I think this is before I was starting to exercise. Oh, I had to, because I had to go to the post office first. I had to uh, finish a package and then send that package off. I still have yeah, I, wanted, to fucking... I wanted to get that done. I had to get it done. because I, I had to go yesterday, too. You know, and I'll tell you, the, going to the post office actually calms me down a little bit. Because the the people that there, we always have like meaningless, you know, small talk, and I like that they're, because they're nice there. Yeah, they're really they they they're nice. You know, I engage them. You know, not too far. You know, I told the guy he looked a little sleepy. Is he okay? I was going to give him my coffee card because, but he had a big uh, coffee with him, mm. and uh, you know, make it small town yeah, yeah. talk. Yeah. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, the weather is really changing. Yeah, yeah it makes it makes it harder to get to work. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a double-edged sod, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially driving happy. down Mass Ave, trying to get yeah, gas. Get a Mass Ave. You want to get a fucking fill up your tank, and some fucking Uber driver pulls up in front of you, front first, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And I forgot my gas cap, mm-hmm. and I'm driving down Mass Ave, and I just want to get home. Oh, somebody out there, help me! <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, the therapy does nothing. They're good days. They're bad days. Whatever. I'm just all jacked up today, you know? Oh, it's better. It's gotten better. Like I said, you exercised, took a shower, you got out and about, us talking right now. It's going good. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to our show. A show? Welcome to the show. This is our show. Welcome to the show. Welcome welcome to our show. show. Welcome to the show. The show. Introduce ourselves. Does anybody even know who who we are besides David? Like, hi, I'm David. I'm David. Okay, that's good. Hey, David. 
Hey. My, my shit's blowing up over here. I've Ooh. got so, Oh, telemarketers have been calling me. <laughs> I just got one of those right oh, before I talked I, to you. I, I, I called yesterday, or I went online, and I, I, I was pretty sure I registered my phone for the do not call list, and I am work. registered. Yeah, it doesn't, obviously. And then the, there's an option, like you can tell, you can you can put in and click a, a, a link and write in the number that called you that's violating this. Yeah. Then you have to fucking go through all this process of describing the number, what time they call. Well, that's what they what depend they on. Write. So nobody's going to do that. Exactly. And, and, and I, I almost got all the way until they're like, all right, now what's your mailing address? I'm like, I'm like you know what? This is too much. Because it's another telemarketer. Trying to <laughs> exactly. You're going to show up with a package like, yeah. hey, we yeah. see you're interested in not receiving any phone calls. <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to do it all by mail. <laughs> How would you like this cool pen with your business name on it? That I just lights got up. one last week. Yeah, stick it up your ass. And you know light. what, though? They're my favorite pens. This one company sends them to me every, like, six months, so and they're fucking it. awesome. No, I don't buy them. They just, like, every six months or every year they'll send me one, and they last a long time, and they're I, pretty fucking good. I don't get the sample. All I get is the fucking phone call. And, and you know, you answer the phone. It's all fucking computerized. Yeah. And and, and I, you answer the phone, and if you don't say anything within, like, four seconds, it automatically hangs up on you. Yeah. So I just I pick up the phone. I'm like. All I hear is, hi. And I'm like, Don't hang up. This is an important yeah, call yeah, from yeah. your fucking mother's ass about yeah. a new pen that you can Did write you in know it. your credit rate? Click. Credit rate. Did you know your credit rate? Nope. <laughs> Lipstick. Uh, what do you got? Let's get okay. into this. Yeah, let's let's, let's jump let's... in the shower and yeah. get out of here soon. Why? What's going on? Where are you going? I, some friends from England are in town, so I'm gonna go hang out with You're them. You're fucking doing something every day. I'm going to the theater. I know, it's crazy. You know, I haven't go... done anything in I don't know how long, and then this last fucking week and a half has been like every single day. There's something going on. Yesterday well, I didn't do shit. Well, well I, I ran errands and stuff, but like I was saying to you, but yeah, so I did stuff yesterday too. Well, that's cool. You got a little bit of social life. Yeah. 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 Went to go Is see that... yeah play reading, and then uh, tonight we're gonna have dinner. Wow. You're going to stay in Queens? You're going to go in Manhattan? No, I'm going to go in Manhattan. Nice. Huh, sounds good. All right, let's 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 do our show. What's the point? Welcome to Jimmy Dabble. I'm looking for the uh, email. We got uh, we got some, uh, some mail this week. Huh? Check it out. Hey everyone! So we got Play. some we got, we got some emails. We got some emails. mails. We got some uh, some wonderful emails. I think we got you know we've got a cute little uh, grouping of people now. It's it's it is the same like four. I guess people. yeah. Alexandra, Victoria, David. Well, D- David's never gotten back to us. Oh, we got a new one. No, David's back. David <gasps> is back. He's back. Let's get Vendor. David in here. Let's get David in here. Hold on. Let's get Dave, a warm up right Dave. now. Come on now. Oh. Huh. Let me let me oh, feel it. You can't even hear it. I can't oh, hear it. Through my headphones. Hold on. La 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 Q and A. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Wait, I'm not going uh... anywhere. Q and A. Q and A. 
Right. There it is. Edition of Q&A with our favorite four people who keep writing in. <laughs> OGs. Awesome. <laughs> no, and, and our, our little group is growing slowly but surely. Our little group of, of uh, write-in pals are growing. We got some uh, – some, uh, Oh, return uh, repeat offenders here. We got David John Maloney, the Irish artist. Oh, that's Irish. Okay, okay. Maloney. Maloney. John, John Maloney. David John Maloney. Okay. By the way, I had Maloney for lunch today. I did Maloney, on a hard expired baguette. Okay. Um, <laughs> expired bread. Mm, yeah. Expired baloney. Uh, <laughs> a little green, just pick that shit off. It's a little, it's a little fuzzy. <laughs> I like the way it feels on the tongue, like spinach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm wound up. Okay. I could, I could tell. I could tell. It's good. I, uh, okay. David, John Maloney. Hey, guys. David from Ireland here again. What up, David? Hey, Thanks David. for the mention last week. Oh, the, you're welcome. And you don't have to thank us for the mention this week. It will just assume that you thank us. Did you have another question? Though it's not as exciting this time. So don't get too excited. The sun's going to suck. The sun okay. will come out. This one is for David Stupakis. Okay. Whoa. Well, well, Whoa. well. David's in the hot seat. Whoa. Okay. Dear David, okay, David, how do you complete your paintings so fast? It takes me anything up to a month to complete a single painting, and I put a fair amount of time into it. Yet you, you seem to throw one out every week. Well, I don't. Well, the thing is that I'm working on mul multiple. They do take a really long time, especially the ones that are bigger. Um, yeah. and, and and I'm I'm working on multiple paintings, so. Where it might seem like um, I'm being able to put out one really fast, it's not necessarily true. It's just that I'm working on so many that one's getting finished finally, yeah. so I'm able to put that one out. And then by the next week rolls around, the next couple weeks roll around, I'm able to throw out another one. Yeah, and, and you it's, know, it's, yeah. But the internet is a lie too. You know, you you, you when you see things on the it, yeah. it, it, in the internet, it kind of gives the impression. Well, a lot of times too, I'm reposting something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But the. Uh, that, That's the, what we wanted to know specifically. Is it down to how you mix your mediums or is it the fact that you have 30 years experience? I'd love to know any tips or tricks to you could reveal to produce work faster. Well, okay. So, one, one tip that I – one thing that I will say that I just started doing about probably maybe a year and a half to maybe two years ago or whatnot. But I, I, I started I started, uh, I started priming my gesso uh, – after I gesso my panels that I, that I work on. I start to gesso them with um, – I use golden and I do a, a, a half and half or whatever the hell you want to call it. But I do a, I do a black and white and make this gray uh, gesso final coat that I put over the painting. And black what this gesso? Does, uh, gray. So so I mix a white and a black and I make a, 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 a mid-tone out of it. Okay, okay. You know, and what happens with this is before in the past, mm. I would – when I would just paint on – uh, the white gesso and really, really sand down the panels. A lot of times what happens is that they're so slick, right? That I would sometimes have to do three passes or mm -hmm. at least two passes before I would even start getting fucking coverage on these paintings, like real opaque, thick yeah. coverage, right? Yeah. So yeah. they would take me so long. 
now now what's happening is sometimes with some of these paintings that I'm doing, I'm only doing two passes, or mm -hmm. or, or else or else I'm doing even in some areas I'm just doing one pass and glazes, you know, and not over them. So they're moving. My paintings are moving probably half, you know, like like I'm, I'm it's it's taking me half the time that that it was taking me before to actually do a painting. Um, but because it's got this mid-tone base yeah because the mid-tone fucking works amazing and then also too what i do is I, I i you know i always do sketches before i do the actual painting and i do really really you know pretty in-depth rendered sketches yeah and that and then i transfer it, it, if if i don't draw directly on the panel then i end mm -hmm. up transferring um mm -hmm. i blow them up in in, in photoshop and mm -hmm. that and then i transfer the the drawings, whether I do, uh, usually just do it with carbon paper, and then I put the uh, drawing over the panel, draw it mm -hmm. out. So I have all my information there, and I know. So it's not like later on I'm I'm thinking about where things need to go. I'm not trying to reinvent yeah. things, and it's, it's yeah. so so they move pretty fast in that in that side of things as well. Um, however, though, I mean the big paintings still take me. Uh, you know, e even with that, even with that. Uh, uh, that big painting, The Witch, I mean, I was working on a, a, quite a few other paintings out through that time, but that painting took me six months to paint. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, they... Well, when I think of Stupakis myself, I think at least six months of painting. Like yeah. for these larger works. For these the large kind of, ones, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, the smaller panels, you know, you and you do also work many hours, mm -hmm. too. Take that into consideration. So but those can be sometimes two weeks to, to, to yeah. you know... Three but weeks, you, but you put in the time. That's the thing. You you work. That's the other thing. Stop. You 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 go through these marathon painting yeah. sessions. So what would be you know maybe a month? You break down to two and a half to three weeks. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. It, it, the, what you were saying there, David, is like I work from the minute that I wake up till usually the minute that I go to bed. So mm -hmm. I, I, it's you know, and yeah, that's, unless you're and going that's to not the for theater. everybody. Yeah, unless you're going, <laughs> going to the theater and it's a fancy. <laughs> Fancy Manhattan hey, restaurant. Sometimes you gotta you gotta go to the theater and see a show. Um, but that but that's also you know that work ethic's not for everybody. I don't have a life really outside of this, so it's you know, you know, you know. this is what you like to do. Yeah. Too. So and I'm also uh, you know older and I don't really care to do shit other than doing. Well, this, experience so. is definitely a part of it. There's no doubt of that. You know. You, you know, certain uh, pauses that an inexperienced artist would have to take, you don't need to take. Yeah. But, um, but that I didn't know about your new uh, Jessa Midtone thing. Yeah, it's it, amazing. I, I, did, I what did inspired a small... you to do that? What, what, what was that? The Bob Ross? No, because what happened was that I've been working a lot with this stuff lately, and this is called, um, well, I've been working with this for years now. It's called, uh, it's called, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, it's called uh, Pastel Board. Yeah. So 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 it's this really cool, very very kind of fine sandpapery finish board, and mm -hmm. uh, it's all it's all mid tone, it's all gray tone, and that. Mm -hmm. So and I love working on that because you already have your mid tone there. So basically, yeah. I'm, you're putting in, you know, and also to the other and another thing that I've been doing lately that I hadn't done in years. The last time I did it, I think was 2011, mm -hmm. was that I would paint my entire paintings first in grayscale. So. So mm -hmm. that way I already have a bunch of coverage there. I'm able to cruise through those paintings really fast if I'm painting like yeah. on grayscale because I'm only working yeah. with two colors and then I'm mixing those, you know, the white and black on the palette as I go. So I, I need them more of a darker gray, lighter gray, white, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. And so being able to build that, those out, a lot of times when you do when you do a painting like that, a lot of areas, 
you can use a really thick wash over areas and then and then uh to bring out to bring out uh to to add color to them so it's almost like you're you're painting one of those old black and white photos you know or something yeah, like yeah. they would you know and, and that, it, yeah. in these these grayer darker gesso i mean doesn't doesn't dull out your paintings at all no but... because the deal is you want really bright colors you just get in there really rich you know mm -hmm. well, your new, really your, your, colors. a lot of your new work has a lot of super bright. Yeah, colors. I wanted like, to kind of because for a long time now it's been very, very muted and very, which I love, and I'm going to get back there. You know, cool. I love that whole uh, muted kind of grayish feel, even mm -hmm. though they're colorful, but they're Almost really vintage. gray. Yeah, it's yeah. like weathered and coffee stained yeah. and stained. Yeah, yeah, but uh. But now you have this like electric light, like almost like lightning. Electric and, you know, light. Yeah, dude, it's like oh, I want to listen to rap when I look at your paintings. But well, that's all uh, like the fucking because I got into all the old space fucking psychedelic yeah, sci-fi sci shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's totally psychedelic. Well, I so. hope that um, that should answer. Uh, yeah. For Maybe uh, a little trick you could try doing some uh, some mid-tone gesso and see. If, See about that. I'm telling you that uh, I want to make. I, I I made a video for it on my Patreon uh, like a long time ago, but I, I want to make a video for that for our channel of just showing. I mean, it's very simple. It's just taking a white gesso and the, yeah. it, the other thing too is it's really really important that you use really good. Sometimes I find with painting, anyways, and and and, and anything artistic, uh, brushes. Uh, I'm sure you find it with wax and everything, right? You got to yeah. get the good name brand shit because it, it goes a long way. Um, oh, quality so, ingredients is important. Yeah, because I've it, used shitty gessos before, and it's like painting fucking like sand. You know, it's terrible. Yeah, it's very gritty. Yeah, yeah. yeah that so, go, that golden gesso is almost the golden like, is amazing. It's very liquid, in, in, which I think you, you know, turned me onto that. Maybe, maybe you were using it. And I, 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 I was. I remember. I've I've used it sometimes. I mean, you definitely have to put more coats. It just takes a little more patience. Yeah, because it's thin. applying it. It's very yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. thin. It's not like as viscous as the, the old hot dog roller there, the like the foam hot dog yeah, rollers. Yeah, foam rollers, foam rollers. And then yeah. you just you just you know build it up with that, and then yeah, you know you do, do four 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 or five whites, and then and then uh, sand and then it down, sand it down, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. good stuff. Cool beans. All right, let's uh, let's go to our next uh, question from uh, from Bobby Ford. Who oh, Bobby, Big Bobby, yeah. Bobby, Bobby just um, Bobby's the man. I just sent something out to Bobby. Uh, he, he he picked something up over at the at the shop. He's such a and, great supporter, bro. He's he's, he's amazing. I'm uh, I'm proud to be now um, part of his collection. But Bobby is uh, sending us questions. He said, "Hey fellas," uh, he said. First, I want to say thanks for making my Mondays a little bit better with the podcast, and thank you for saying so because that makes That's my huge. heart sing. Feels all warm and tingly inside. Mm. Second, is it possible to send Stupakis to the post office before every episode? And I totally back him on this. I think this is a great idea. I think before every episode, you go to the post office and I'll go for a drive around. Yeah, yeah you just jump on Mass Ave. It's right yeah. by the house. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, if I just drive through Dr Davis Square around and back to Mass Ave and you go to the post office. So Bobby liked the... Yeah, I guess. Bobby likes the little the little fired upness. <laughs> yeah, he said, but you know, to, to be to, to be fair, he says I, I'm I'm sure it's not good for your mental health. Yeah. It's great. I, when I was editing that, I could I was laughing at myself just how much I was like stuttering and Dude, <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were so mad. I thought you were gonna blow a 
gasket or something. But yeah, I think his suggestion is right. good. That's good. Psych yourself up for every show. His question is, how do you initially structure your pricing for your paintings? And has it changed over the years? There's a second part. Did you go by square inch or how in depth or how in depth the piece is? So I guess how much you work on a piece. So, um, you go okay. Yeah. You go first, David, with this structure of pricing. Well, I mean, I think that is the dilemma of nearly every artist, young artist or anybody getting started is to start your pricing. Mm -hmm. I started figuring out my pricing very early on. Um, in, in my career, I guess, as an artist, it was, I think it was about my, my second, first or second year of art school. I think it was my first year cause I was still living in back Bay. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and somebody approached me about, um, buying a piece. I put it, I like put it in a group show or something like that. And so I had to put a price on it and I don't remember exactly. I mean, this was 1991. So this is a while back. And I've done a lot of drugs and, since then. So memory is like, <laughs> I don't know exactly what I based it on. I think I based it on the size of the work. Mm-hmm. The fact that it was, it was pretty tall, you know, and it had glass. It was like an old church window. Remember, Sobchak was, was living, our mutual friend, Mark Sobchak, mm-hmm. in Boston. He was living in um, a church at the time. Oh, wow. He was like, staying there at the church it was like some some housing situation and they were redoing the window so he let me know that they there was a bunch of old church windows they were going to trash so i grabbed some and i and i put like wow. one of my photo mixed medias in this church window that i restained you know just sealed it up and whatever so there was some effort to to yeah, get those the, ain't small uh, windows either right no, no, <laughs> this thing was probably like you know three and a half feet tall you know, by like a foot wide. So it was like a tall, long window. And um, I think I put like the price like 300 bucks or something for this. Mm-hmm. You know, based on right now, a piece of that size, you know, I, I would probably, you know, off the top of my head, go for more like $3,000. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a it was a modestly priced piece. But considering I was like a first year oh, just artist, starting out, I mean, you just, yeah, it, yeah, it was a lot of money. It was like a lot of money. Sure. I thought it was worth a lot of money. And so I put it for a lot of money. Like, that's and, a lot uh, of takeout right there. And I mean, that wasn't really the thing that I, I wound up basing my pricing on, but it was like my first shot mm-hmm. in the dark and my pricing's kind of fluctuated over the years, the next like five, five or six years you know, based on size mostly mm-hmm. and materials. Materials have always been and still are an important factor that I put into how I price the work. If I'm doing something that involves gelatin silver prints and darkroom time, you know, that's that's something I heavily consider. If it's something like um, more immediate, like collage, and I still consider the time more than the materials are not as much money, but the time that it takes to acquire the resource materials, how, you know, how did I reproduce it? And, you know, so for the most part, it, it, it it's based in time, mm-hmm. time and materials. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm 
I'm extremely similar. I mean, it, 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 that's pretty much exact for me. Um, I mean, but that's a starting point. Everybody else, you know, everybody's trip is different because I also, you know, I I had a more consistent pricing that what my prices are based on now, starting when I had consistent exhibitions and mm -hmm. sales, starting probably, you know, in the early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, I was showing more consistently. So I kept my prices at a consistent place. And when they were start selling, keeping it around that, that price. And as far as raising the prices, no more than 10% a year, if I was consistently selling, selling. Yeah. you know, and keeping it modest, like really, really like sitting down and it takes a little bit of time and effort, but you need to do it. Sit down and, and check the hours that you actually work, make a survey of how much time you spent, how much money you spent on the on average piece and look at that number and see how you feel about that. Yeah. If you feel like it's a fair number, you know, then, you know, you could add something to that just for, you know, whatever self-worth and value. And I recommend sticking around that number. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I, I, yeah. And, 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 and what I would say for people to starting out, it's, 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 you know, you, you, you try to find a number that you, you, if you're getting involved in group shows and that you try to find other artists that are, that are showing similar size work that you are, that are that are I, I guess maybe less established at that point or whatever, and you try to ride that that uh, you know go about it within that idea and that mindset of of uh, you know because I think it's really I think one of the hardest things is just starting out where it's like you know you 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 want what you feel like you deserve for it, but it, but but to begin with you have to start being able to kind of build some yeah, foundation to, yeah, exactly. and, and, and build some you know you know and 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 build some clientele patrons or, or whatever yeah, and, and that, collector so. base and, yeah. and, and you really like i mean pricing is the variables about that can depend so much on you know whether or not you're represented by a gallery whether or not you know you're you're pursuing this as a career or mm -hmm. you're going to be doing this 10 years 15 20 years down the line mm -hmm. you know so our collectors paying for an investment that is you know besides the value that they get from the initial reaction to the piece like i love this and i need to have it i will give you anything for it to like you know they could get another artist's work for you know half the price that is just the same quality you know i don't know it's I, i'm being very confusing right now because it's i think a very confusing subject that's a very it's a very very difficult subject. but, but it's, it's very, also yeah. very like i think the 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 the, the best advice really I, th I think the best advice that i could give is to be weary like okay you price things how you want to price it that's your that's your fucking life that's your choice mm -hmm. be modest don't be like if you put a higher higher price doesn't mean that you come off as a more successful or worthy artist Sure. Yeah, yeah. Your, your work speaks for itself. And also, you can't fluctuate your price around. If you plan on being a serious artist and pursuing this, you can't sell something to somebody for 50 bucks and then someone comes around who you think you're never going to meet again, you might never meet again, and was willing to pay $300 for it, you know, and sell the same thing for them for 300 because you're fucking them in a way. You absolutely and are. Yeah. That will catch up to you. 
if you consistently do that. And if you decide, let's say a gallery comes to you and you're selling your work for $5,000, 5,000 gallery comes to you and be like, we could sell this for 80. Mm -hmm. And of course you're going to be like, yeah, uh, that'd be great. The last thing you should do is do that because there's Cause no you, cause you might, cause you might sell that one painting for that 80 yeah. and then never sell another and painting ever again. Now yeah. you're stuck at this price point because yeah. if you do sell to another gallery for 50, you're fucking that gallery. And the word spreads like wildfire if you're mm -hmm. doing shit like that. And not only will no gallery touch you, no buyers will, will touch you. You're going to have to promote your own self forever because nobody wants to mess with somebody who's so volatile, so so unpredictable. You know, So that's just one thing to be careful of. Mm -hmm. If you're going to price your work, consider, okay, can I maintain this price point? Mm -hmm. Like, can I sell it this once and again and again? If, if you feel comfortable with that number and you feel like you can continue to selling at that price, remember, you can't go down. If once you start going down in your prices, you're playing a very dangerous game with your market, with your work, and it's going to be harder to get back up mm -hmm. and it's going to be harder to convince people, you know, especially if it's the Internet. Now, everybody could track you and, and see what you're doing and come across like, oh, this guy just sold me this paint for five thousand dollars. Uh, he was he was selling it for like three hundred or th two thousand yeah. over here, yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that will fuck you. That mm -hmm. will fuck you. So start modest. Build your build your build yourself up. Build your confidence up. Build your work up because especially if you're just starting, you know what? Your work's gonna seem to you in five years like it sucks. Mm -hmm. You know that you're doing now. It's just because you've grown past it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and so if you sold that shitty painting for $5,000, what are you going to sell this amazing painting you're doing now for the same size? Mm -hmm. You know, do you now sell it for 20? No, you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, you, you know, it, it, when, it, when you do see prices on people's work for the most part, I, I, you know, <laughs> it's because that they built that, that want that, that, uh, Help me, David. What's the right word? They built that. They built that market. Demand they built the, the market. market. The, the demand. Built, the, yeah, it's yeah. supply and demand. The, the yeah. demand for their work and and their reputation, and and yeah. it, it's also dangerous, I think, to price your work based on how other people are pricing their work too. Because you don't know. well, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, mean, I brought that up in the beginning. Is just just when you're starting out, you know. I mean, when I first started out, it was I was selling work from. I mean, way back in the day, in the very early '90s, a couple hundred bucks, and then you know that grew into like you know maybe like a like for a decent sized painting, like a thousand dollars, and you know, and that, and then it, there are a lot you know, of young grew, artists grew, grew, I see grew. who have been painting for like five years right. and they're trying to get like five, two thousand dollars for a work on paper. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? doing mm -hmm. first of all, i can tell you this looks like an underpainting your background is weak i see the canvas or i see your line work pencil work behind your paint and you're trying to charge two thousand dollars i'm trying to charge two thousand dollars for a painting like twice as big what the fuck are you doing get the fuck out of the way you're yeah, also yeah. piss people off you know yeah, if you yeah. start doing this arrogant entitled idea oh but uh it's my art yeah big fucking deal in the yeah. end it's it's it, yeah it's everybody's <laughs> yeah. it's just that one fucking painting too i think an artist's like real worth is 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 the the, the legacy their life what they brought to the fucking table mm -hmm. as a whole and if you're gonna base this 
your worth on this one piece that you feel like you need needs to be so much money because you're so you mean so much to you don't fucking put it up for sale nfs mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. fucking sale yeah, if it's yeah. that much to you yeah, yeah. i mean so much you go stare in the mirror fucking whacking <laughs> off and the other thing too, man, is, is that there's always going to be, you know, I, I, I talked to people about that before, and it's just like, dude, there's there's, there's always going to be another. You're always going to paint another one, so yeah. <laughs> let go, you know. And you're going to paint one, and you're going to paint another one that you like even more than that one, you know. So yeah, yeah let it go, or or, or make another one, yeah. or don't don't put it for sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, but they need the money. <laughs> you don't need the money. You're not going to get that money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not getting that much, but the gallery takes fifty percent. Well, that's that's okay. Yeah. Then that's life. That's yeah. the way. The, well, don't work don't with the gallery. Then don't work. Yeah. Don't show yeah, the gallery then. If that's it. Yeah. You can't double your price just because it's in the gallery and say, "Well, I'll sell it to you for half that price out of the gallery." That kind of business is bullshit. No, that too. that shit's gonna. That's do. That's gonna do fuck you. Not do that. Than, yeah, then, don't then you, do that. Then you fucking ever believe in? Yeah, in yeah that's, that that is so. You'll never, you'll never work with another gallery again. And once that again, you piss off the other artists. This is the kind of behavior that pisses off mm-hmm. the other people who are trying to legitimately like go about and do and 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 do it and do mm-hmm. the thing, you know. And nobody's that fucking good anyway. Man, I, I really don't mean anything. I'm just in a pissy mood. So like, <laughs> this is good. This is good. You know, <laughs> you know. So I, I don't know, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Yeah, it's definitely changed over the years. Prices go up because, you know, not only is as your work gotten better, you're getting better, and you're selling work consistently. So, yeah. Price is going to go up a little bit because price of everything goes up. The price of shipping has gone up. So oh, that's yeah. why it costs fuckers in a, another $15 instead of $10 on top of shipping. Yeah. I get a lot of like probably – I probably lose a lot of sales or compl- I get complaints like, oh, I want to get that. But the shipping is so much. Especially more. overseas, yeah. Well, it's big because of the USPS. And like, oh, the shipping's as much as the print. I'm like, that's because I'm selling you the print so fucking cheap, motherfucker. I should charge you double and half for the, <laughs> half for the shipping if you got a problem with the shipping. It's not my – what do I look like, a fucking postman to you? Jesus Christ. I'm trying to give you a good price. It's not my fault that the postage is so yeah. expensive. Yeah. Either that or fold it three times and make it the size of a of an invitation envelope. And there, there you go. Now you pay nothing for shipping, and you got a folded up piece of shit. So anyway, that's why shipping is do so too. expensive. Some well, do too. Some I of the prints. I send everything flat. No, everything even the flat. big ones. Even the big ones. I used to send the big ones flat, but then they would get damaged so much, depending on no matter how much cardboard. I'd, sometimes I'd use you know cardboard like that. I still send all my drawings flat, and then obviously paintings and stuff like that. But I, I had to start tubing the prints because it was no, just getting, listen, you know. I'm knocking on wood. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. No, no, no. That's problem. great that you're not having a problem with that. I was starting but, to have too many uh, bends know, or holes. Yeah, or we'll just people have to send them back and then I'd have to send them back another one. And then, what was know. the most common damage that you wanted? Most common thing would be like they would be they would be crushed. Like they'd be, be like the cardboard would somehow get fucking bent and I'm like, you know, literally the cardboard sometimes would be almost almost oh, like two and a half inches thick. But is the is the cardboard all running the same way? Uh, did you, did no, you, no, no, no. I do I I cross hatch do one that way, one that way, one that way, one yeah. that way. Yeah. And that but still I don't know. I don't know. So I just had to give up on it, and I just started tubing right. everything. Oh, tubing all the all, now all I'm the scared. prints. No, Bobby, I shouldn't have said. Bobby, that. your prints on the way. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, let me know. 
Send me word because your prints sent out flat. It's flat. <laughs> no, it's good. It'll be good. It'll be good. I don't you, like you're not having prints. problems. I don't like it either. I, I didn't like. I didn't like having to do it either. And that and I got I got a couple people too. Especially I got a, like this uh, uh, great great collectors over in uh, France that would do it. And they they would say, oh no no, can you please send them flat? And I was like. If I send them flat, there's no, a really Europe, good chance that, yeah. that, 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 that that they're gonna get fucked up, and then also too, a lot more expensive. It's gonna be almost two hundred dollars just that's to send the, them flat. That's <laughs> the one caveat. That's the one thing that that if if I'm sending to Europe, I send it in a tube. If it's a print, if it's a larger than a Leo eleven fourteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not doing so many large, super large prints anyway. I mean, like seventeen or two by twenty. You know, it's not that big. I think two is two. Yeah, I mean, I started doing those prints that were like twenty-eight inches. Yeah, you were doing like, enormous prints, and and then so. that was that was another reason. I was like, that's yeah, no that's way you, you can't. That yeah, it's like yeah. sending. Yeah, uh, no, sending send what? Like, I don't know, a bike or some uh, shit. Yeah, exactly, like a big screen TV or some yeah. shit like that. You can't do that. That's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Bobby. And also, another thing: talk to people about prices. You know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're curious, talk to other artists, show them your work, you know, and Gage, yeah. based, based on your experience, the quality, the materials, you'll get a consensus of mm -hmm. like what people see. But like, you know, of course you want to get valued opinion. Somebody who's experienced, not just like, oh, I'd pay you a hundred bucks for that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Give me a hundred bucks. Get out of here. And you know, but you know, talk to pe people, you know, and yeah, yeah, get uh, and, some feedback. And and, and, and do go around other galleries. Guys, go to other galleries and check out prices for stuff. But don't don't go to some fucking like pop up galleries or some cool trendy hip galleries where some schmuck with a skateboard decided to do a drawing of a skeleton with a boner and be like, oh, five thousand dollars. Like, yeah, okay, super duper. Now I'm gonna draw the same skeleton eight thousand times, and my my name is skeleton. Oh, you know that artist skeleton? Yeah, he's fucking boner. <laughs> Fuck him. You know who you are. Not, I'm not talking about anyone specific, but I know that somebody's got to think that it's... it's you know, you know, yeah. That, anyway. There's, yeah, there's a guy that's drawing skeletons of bones, I'm sure. Fucking yeah. kitschy, tongue-in-cheek, funny, <laughs> PBR can drinking hipster piece of shit out there. Yeah, don't ask them. Go to a, a, a normal gallery, you know, and, and, and look at the prices. But also, when you go into galleries and look at the prices, also check if they're selling. Mm -hmm. You know, this, you got to do research. That's a big you got to yeah. do. Gotta it's like do the thing on eBay. You know, it's like yeah, you can see a lot of shit on eBay that's going for this much money, but it <laughs> doesn't mean that they're actually selling it for what they're yeah. saying that they want for it. Exactly, that's true. It's a guy from Pawn Stars always says, "Rick." Anyway, yeah. um, okay, Bobby, thank you for writing that in, and uh, please let me know if your print. Uh, Got damaged. If it did, sorry, no returns, no refunds. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Seriously, but I need I need physical proof. Uh, it's, as I'm coming out there to MISSIS. It's I, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be fine. Up Mississippi River. Uh, it's listen, good. It's gonna um, be fine. We, guess what? We got one more here. Uh, no, we got two more. Uh, we got. Uh, I think. I thought we had two more. Oh. Anyway, uh, Victoria. Mm. Our, our, our Victoria, she's, uh, she's got yeah. a drawing on the way right now. She's oh. probably actually there today. She now, I think that our our good friends here who keep sending in um, questions are either 
they're, they're getting they're getting wise. They're they're cracking wise here. So we got we got we got a crack and wise here. Really, if you won the lottery, this is you Ooh. know, which I do like because yeah, I love this, this. Uh, dude. I fan I Victoria fantasize about this every fucking week. Yeah. And every single time the the mega or something hits over four hundred million, I know it's not real, but I still play it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just because, because I like to fantasize about it. We know, yeah. yeah. The scratch cards to pockets over here. If you won the lottery, <laughs> scratch lottery. Cards. Listen to me. Yeah, I'm like, lottery. You want the lottery? Yeah. lottery. Yeah. You go in the fucking parking lot. You get yourself a handy. And yeah, get out of here. <laughs> oh wait, if you won the lottery like the super lotto <gasps> what would you buy would you still create and sell art and would stupakis have his own shipping service <laughs> she's asking that because probably it's taking it forever to get a drawer <laughs> you know, well she said currently listening to episode nine. Oh, okay okay so all right so i mean the biggest thing it would be is getting a building or getting a, a just a, a, a huge plot of land that I could have a giant fucking studio on. That'd be the that would be the that'd be the first thing I would do, you know. And then and then uh uh you know uh, yeah would I would I still pay? yeah this is everything to me so of course but I'd be doing huge work and I wouldn't feel the stress of constantly needing to hustle to make money and 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 to keep on uh. So then I could make some, you know, master fucking works, you know, in my own mind, you know, they'd be master works and, well, that, that and, and you know, and, and, and you'd have the resources to be able to do, you know, uh, uh, get other people to work with you to collaborate sculptures and, and, and all that stuff. But I'd, you know, love to finally have a giant wood shop, love to have a, a dry studio, love to have a, uh, have everything, you know, fucking yeah, welding, a of, everything. A lot, a lot of artists like yeah. ourselves, you know, have that dream where we, we could have that compound, that building, yeah. that is the multi-level studios and and classes and yeah. workshops and galleries and yeah. all like all in one. And then take and, care and, of my friends and family. Yeah. That'd be the sure. most, most thing that would be important when you have, When you have that kind of money and you, and you like, I would without a doubt still be making work. You know, the idea of still selling work, you know, would be different because when you have that kind of money and you're not dependent on selling the work, not only could you like have more freedom to make your work, but you could come up with more creative ways of what you do with the money from the work. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're doing work for, for city commissions, you know, yeah. to, to help beautify or improve neighborhoods neighborhood, yeah. or, or introduce like different things for, for kids, you mm -hmm. know, and art, art, art classes that you know that for the for for different communities and and um you know scholarships and funds you could do stuff like that i would love to be able to set up you know some sort of classes and and scholarships for young underprivileged artists sure. and by underprivileged i mean like most every artist you know you know those rich snotty fucking elitist artists they could pay for themselves and deal with it sure. they could go for their their, their their New York huts and residencies and suck a dick, but you know. Yeah, but it, bringing but but bring, being able to bring 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 that back into the neighborhoods and the and and, and the un, underprivileged, you know, or yeah, which is yeah, the they, majority I mean, gets, of fucking all of us, right? Yeah, because right now we are so preoccupied with having to survive and having to you know you know supply for ourselves and our and our family as much as we can that we can't think about what 
enough what we can do for others in the meanwhile during our lives. Like, what can we do with our art to improve not just our life, but the life of people around us? And to have that freedom to be able to do that, you know, you get creative, you get innovative. It's like, okay, I can, this next project I'm working on, I want to do this to help whatever, uh, improve a, a park or, or get you know, funding for, you know, arts in, in public schools yeah, yeah. To, to, to create a program to do, you know, field trips for, mm-hmm. for kids to go out to the country yeah. to, to spend, uh, you know, uh, their summers, you know, in, in the woods and painting and, and, or some, something cultural. I, yeah. I, I would definitely like lean heavy on the culture and arts because that's me. That's what I think is important and under, under stressed mm-hmm. in our culture you know, is the importance of, of art and music and, and, and theater and stuff. And just to give a, a platform for kids to explore things other than, you know, the, the, the normal cycle of academics that we all go down this conveyor belt of, of education, you know, to help improve people's lives mm-hmm. besides me just painting away. And of course, I would want to be locked away for months at a time in a beautiful studio in the woods that it all windows and skylights and all that shit but that's that's gonna get super boring really fast and i'd want to um i'd want to you know make my mark here and there by being able to do large projects that involve people from the area so go to a town and stay in a place for a period of time and leave you know create something and then leave it Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. but something that's functioning something that people could use to you know to keep going Mm -hmm. you know and have a place to commiserate and and for you know for, I'm, I'm, i've got a soft spot for the freaks and, and the outcasts yeah you know people who don't know where to go and what to do with themselves so i would want that kind of stuff yeah. i watched something beautiful the other day on, on online where this uh the, this woman started it and I, I think i'm i don't know where it was but um and I think she has them in multiple cities now, but it was arts, arts for the homeless. So it was like this, uh, they had, they would have all the resources in this one, you know, building and mm-hmm. that, and then they could come in there and just paint whatever they would want. And mm-hmm. then what would happen was a couple times a year, they would hold exhibitions of everybody's mm-hmm. work and then they would sell it. And 90, 99% or 95% of the proceeds went to, uh, the people that made the art. And, mm-hmm. then, and then and then the rest of no, it went no, there's back gotta, the foundation. There, see, but it that's was, brilliant. It was beautiful. It, there's there's got to be like hundreds of of ways to be innovative to produce something like that that produces something sustainable and continues to grow, so that people who are in a hole mm-hmm. or in a bad place not only have something to do, but it takes them out of it absolutely and, to help improve their lives absolutely and, and continues to happen because. You know, and, and, and even create places like think tanks so that ideas like because they have these, you know, there's not enough uh, research and, and, and stuff like for, for science and, and health, like and, and there's not even enough money going towards that. Never mind how little is going towards arts right now and how art can go beyond just an artist sitting in, at an easel making a painting, you know, so that it becomes more normal that the creation of art actually leads to putting food on the table for families rather than just like uh, some sort of personal luxury uh, or self-absorbed, you know, activity that is, you know, an elitist sort of item, Mm -hmm. you know, it should be in everyone's, you know, everyone could get affected positively because the, the community is actually thriving 
due to what is happening in this building here where people are, you know, doing things that yeah. are creative, that does raise money, that then leads to, you know, somebody having a roof over their head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? But they're not, you know, it leads itself to people bettering themselves and, you know, yeah, being able to yeah, express themselves and, and, and yeah, and it doesn't leave a, a, it, it, instead of polluting communities, which is what like everything that makes money nowadays that's popular is just creating garbage, literally like garbage is like in pollution, you know, something more like more, there's got to be more creative ways of doing things that actually, you know, generates energy, the kind mm -hmm. of energy that improves life. So that's something I would like to invest if I had the money because my brain doesn't work strong enough. You know, I could try to get my point across, but to, to people who could articulate it better, who could understand it better and come up with innovative, creative ways through art and music that is strong and, and it builds a really strong foundation so that even if if I I leave or I don't or whoever is involved is gone, it, it still stays, you know, mm -hmm. it's part of yeah. the normal, the same way that, you know, um whatever what can i compare yeah. it i want to take what goodwill. you said yeah so, goodwill yeah 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 but 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 uh, more like different, different yeah yeah i want to take what you said re-edit it so it sounds like my voice so i don't sound as much like an asshole <laughs> what no 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 <laughs> no, no no i know i'm like i want to buy a giant studio yeah. But, uh, well, I did say I want to take care of my friends and family, so there you go. Yeah, but that's but, that's pretty much. I just yeah. went a little bit more in depth of exactly what you say because I know what you say. Because <laughs> uh, I also don't don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be living in a hovel if that happens. Mm. You know, I'm going to have a fucking badass killer studio. Yeah. But yeah. I really like the idea of of, of having something that also. Uh, you know, generates uh, and thrives off yeah. the uh, creative and collaborative energy yeah. because that's. I that's... see. I never think about monetarily uh, monetary value as in something that I would ever use to to be you know the bullshit in life, like a a, a, a flashy car or a fucking mansion mm -hmm. or fucking all that other bullshit. I don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. It's 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 more about anything that I could do to to uh, you know make shit be able to make the kind of work that I really wish I could make mm -hmm. and have that security to be able to make that work. And then yeah. also to be able to better my friends and, and family, you know, yeah, and then lead by an example in a way and, and create, do something that is becomes like uh, uh, something to, to imitate. You want to, you want to emulate and imitate something. This is a, a different way of thinking of how money can be since we're all stuck with this, capitalist business and, and and we need to make money i mean changing the way people think about how money can be used yeah to be to to be powerful you can still be powerful but you don't have to be to crush other people in, in the meantime yes. and you don't yeah. have to be selfish like uh, there's a there's a great like 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 behavior that people like are trying to reach a goal you know you're trying to get somewhere to get that money to get that, that high paying job or, or the, that success to reach that goal and then just hold on to that, you know, like that trophy, ding, ding, yeah, and just stay there with that grip. trophy. And, but it's, it's like climb, it's like picking, you know, uh, climbing a tree to pick a fruit and then you just hold on to that. And then, and then you poison the tree. <laughs> well, you don't do anything with it. You don't, you don't share any, like, just like, yeah. 
it's it's I mean, what what it happens? What do you what do you do once you get what you were after? Then what do you do? Mm-hmm. You got you got to move on. You got to you got to got to put set it aside, or you got to divvy it up, or 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 share that experience. And then hopefully, you know, you keep going and try something else, something new, and you learn something else, rather than like you know, point A to to, to point Z, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's, I don't know. Listen, I think the best way to find out is give me the fucking money and let's see. <laughs> let's see what happens. Let me prove let me prove myself. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, and if I'm wrong then sorry. Can I try borrow, to, can I yeah. borrow some money? <laughs> I'm going to play the lotto tonight. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> me too. Uh, me too. I, that was an, I think there was a silly question from uh from Jesus. I think I answered it by by writing back to him. Okay. It was uh Baba di Papa. I think he said at what point uh, if I could paraphrase it, at what point should an artist be referring to themselves in, in third person? I don't like, even know what that means. It's like if if I was like, so David Hochbaum really oh. Enjoys, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, nobody should ever do that in any, any, any. Yeah, that's that's when you should. That's when you should. That's when you should jump on the uh, twenty store, <laughs> twenty floors up, and fucking dive out the window. Well, yes, that, <laughs> I mean, that, that's when that's yeah. That's there's nothing more arrogant and uh-huh. obnoxious than referring to yourself in the third person. And you. You know, as an artist, and I think almost anybody who had to ever write an artist statement, yeah, you know, has to painful. put themselves in that in that position because you can't be like, I like to draw and I like to make yeah. this piece. I just it, had it, to do it and I had a pro write it for me. Yeah. I, it, I, had, I had a pro art. write for me because I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah if, if you, I, mean, you I can't write anyway, we're worth the shit, really. But the, the, the uh, um, you know, I, I I never understood that mentality, that mindset, that that whole artist fucking bullshit. That was the reason why I dropped out of fucking college. Well, part of the reason why I dropped out of college, I think. I just yeah, hate, I hate that fucking shit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I've 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 had friends like that before that I that I had to uh, you know put on the ear blockers when they would fucking talk because I I just can't stand it. Yeah, it's it's painful. The tortured fucking life of an artist, and oh, it's hard, and you know, well, it's, it's not easy to have these ideas and all that bullshit. Well, you know, it. it I think unless, you make fucking art, unless you really know at that particular point what your work is about, it's really it's really difficult to break down like years and years of of your life and effort and emotion into you know. 300 words it's not mm-hmm. it's not an easy task to do especially when you have to speak of yourself in the third person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because it, then then you're like you're you're evaluating yourself in a way and you don't want to be conceited but you don't want to sell yourself short and sometimes it just sounds just so fucking contrived well, play. I think that people and people want want to build this facade that they think that people want from them to make their work more spectacular yeah, by putting sure. it into fucking words, whether that's them writing it or them talking about it or whatever. And it's just it's garbage, man. And however, there are some people in this world that need to hear that in order to feel 
comfortable with them feeling okay to like the yeah. work because yeah. they need some and, kind of fucking story or some shit plus, that yeah, God, God spoke to me and you know and fucking there's a bureaucracy that, that you know there's a system of, of like whether it's people submitting for shows or, or residencies or whatever or grants you know that you know there's a handful well, yeah, of people meeting hundreds of, of different artists so it needs and this formulaic out. stuff that you need to d yeah. definitely hit in order yeah, for somebody to even pass yeah. somebody's desk to be totally. able to pick yeah. it up and read it. And I understand yeah. that aspect of it. Sure. You know, I just, I, you know, as the as the actual artist, though, that thinks of themselves that way is fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what he Jesus was asking. And it's like maybe he's come across somebody who like refers to themselves by their name, you know, or, you yeah. know, personally. I think it's ridiculous. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't have the, the right or the wrong of how to do anything. This is just like, everything's very opinionated and, and judged and blah, blah, blah. But one thing I'm just going to mention is I, I really don't like when artists don't even use their name. You know, I don't like if somebody's name is like, like use a symbol or something. No. Well, well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, you know, like nickname type of thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, and yeah, because it's whatever, because it's, I don't know, for whatever fucking reason you yeah. use your, use your fucking name. I think a lot of artists were, were doing that in the early two thousands. So a lot of artists coming out, like especially street artists and graffiti artists. Sure. Well, that's, did, I mean, that's, that's a street because artist. Because at first, first they though. didn't want to be like recognized because they thought, you know, they're going to go to jail. But then when all of a sudden street art is now in galleries and getting all this attention, people wanted people to know what their name was. Mm -hmm. So now there's artists that have their fake name and then AKA their real name. It's like, mm -hmm. so what's the point of even the fake name anymore? Mm -hmm. You know, the fake name was really just so you didn't go to jail so that the cops couldn't track it down. And bust you. Well, the fake name was also the thing that you would tag, and that was the reason yeah. why the whole thing started to begin yeah. with, I, from yeah. my knowledge of the whole street art thing. So it was like, you know, I remember there was a so guy named busted. called Spy in Boston that you just see Spy everywhere, you know, and that that was his that was his tag, you know. And I lived with uh, some of the bigger Boston um, taggers, uh, it was Sex and Hero and Alert and mm -hmm. Sept. These guys were, you know, in, in the in the early '90s. You know, I remember Sex was like. Um, uh, you know, public enemy number one for the the this lady cop, uh, whatever the the main cop. What's the main cop called? Big cop, Chief, top cop, top, top, top cop, top detective, cop, whatever. Yeah. It was like they 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 were after these motherfuckers, and they couldn't, you know, use their real names for anything because they would get busted. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm going off track. Thing, yeah. I I just don't like when I I don't like when some artist name is like. Zigzag or, or floppity or, or or toilet paper. Floppity do. <laughs> oh man, you gonna go see diapers show? Yeah, I'm gonna go see diaper. <laughs> Hope he don't shit himself. Anyway, I, I should go fucking jump in the shower. <laughs> you look like you need That's a shower. Funny. All right, homie. Buddy, I love you. Great fucking night. Thank you for talking with me. Yeah, it was good. I needed to let off some steam. <laughs> that was good. And, we might um, even get this up early. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Be fun. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't I, I don't think we should, it, like, from now on we have guests, we'll just do the guests. Yeah. And then that okay. way, we, you know, we can put this up separate or something. So. Sounds good to it's me. Good. All right. I love you, buddy. Love you. Have a good one. All right. All right.